0: Hi listeners, Rachel here with an exciting announcement. We are holding a summer book club bingo game and there is a card that you can download, a bunch of prompts for different types of books that you can choose to read, to play the game along with us. All the instructions and information on how to sign up are at rachelthompson.co book club where you can get your card. And you'll also be able to enter your card to win prizes throughout the summer months. So that's from May to September, we'll be running this book club bingo. I hope you will sign up and uh, read some cool books and be inspired to do some more writerly reading this summer. So all the information is at racheltompson.co slash book club. Welcome, Luminous Writers, to the Write, Publish and Shine podcast. I am your host, Author and literary magazine editor Rachel Thompson. This podcast explores how to write and share your brilliant writing with the world. In each episode, we delve into specifics on how to polish and prepare your writing for publication and the journey from emerging writer to published author. Dear luminous writers and listeners, as I'm getting back into the swing of setting up interviews with guests for the podcast, I'm finding so many people are burned out from Zoom that it's a lot harder to secure people who want to be on the show, and I'm going to get there, but it's just taking a bit more time. So for this episode, I thought I'd go solo with reflections from my writing practice. It's an episode with a heavier emphasis on the writing and shining part of this podcast title, and I'll start with a story. I used to live with an extrovert who had a really really long phone-a-friend list. Each time she reached a crisis or decision point, she would whip out her speed dial, book multiple coffee dates, and stay up for late-night video calls with the farther flung in her support network. I really envied this person. I'm embarrassed to say it. I really envied this person. I felt like my introversion and my inherent social let's call them challenges, kept me from the guidance I needed to weather through hard times in my own life and through many obstacles in my personal life or when I had weird feelings publishing my first book, then when I had weird feelings about writing and not writing my next book, through all these times, I felt really alone. When I longed for what my friend had, I didn't recognize the precious gift I actually had as a writer. Eventually, I noticed this person was more confused and despondent after taking on so much differing advice. Despite the abundance of her friendship circle, she had scant clarity about what she wanted after these interactions. It took me a while to see how the solution to my yearning for support was there in front of me. Spiritual leader Pema Chodron writes about cool loneliness, the ability to look directly with compassion and humor at who I am. Practicing cool loneliness, she writes, teaches us that feeling alone is no threat and heartache, no punishment. When I write, I get to examine and let go of who I think I should be, who I want to be, and who I think other people think I should be. And in the midst of this vaccinated pandemic life, I've had many awkward social moments and truly stressful interactions where I don't feel connected to myself and who I am. And each time that happens, I realize, oh, I haven't been writing enough. I've missed the opportunity to practice my cool loneliness. When I'm not writing enough, I lose track of what I believe, who I am and who I truly want to be. And no survey of advice that my former roommate would collect can tell me this. And this means the work that I do in creating a writing community is motivated, not just because I know writers need other writers for emotional support. Yes, it's super helpful to connect with other writers who share similar goals, struggles, understandings, but that's not the core reason for the work I do. The community is in many ways a means to keep us writing. The writing itself allows us to connect with ourselves to weather hard events. The writing gives us clarity and a richer, more fulfilling life. By the way, that's a side benefit. Search online for the solution to feeling lonely. And I don't know about you, but I definitely do this when I am feeling lonely. If you find yourself searching these terms, you're going to see how many of the solutions to loneliness can be solved through reflective writing. One solution is give yourself time to feel your feelings. I can do this by writing about them. Get out of your head and onto the page, dare I say. Write down what you're grateful for. So writing's already embedded in that advice. Reach out, I say, to your past, present, and future self. And you can do that again in writing. Stay present. I find writing from the senses, describing what my character tastes, hears, sees, or touches in a moment really grounds me in the present moment. Practice self-compassion. I so often see myself and others too with more kindness when I write. I'm wondering how you're doing in this time with your own self-connection. Are you writing enough to foster cool loneliness and feel a sense of ease with yourself? If you're struggling, of course you're not alone. I hope you know that. And I hope you can remember and practice all the things that help you weather this time in your life. And by the way... I think that writing to be read, so that's the publishing part of Write, Publish, and Shine, the podcast title, is the next level in combating loneliness. It's part of that reaching out, and it helps us do all of those things that combat loneliness. Plus, it also helps readers feel less lonely because they feel seen in their experiences, the secret longings, thoughts, and feelings of your characters and narrators. And related to this self-connection talk and cool loneliness, one thing that I've done since all of 2022 is I'm removing myself from the social media equation, and that's happening for six months. Of course, I know that you know all the reasons why I might make this choice. You most likely have contemplated doing this yourself. Either that or you're already off social media and wondering what took me so long, Last year, I had a lot of boundaries around my use of Instagram and Twitter. Those are the only platforms I was using. And I used anti-distraction software to limit the times I could get on it. I had software so I could optimize and schedule several posts at once. I even had support creating congratulations posts for members in my chorus and membership community each time they published their writing. Shout out to Tamara Jong, who was my guest in the last episode of the podcast. I had a strategy, a schedule, a cadence that was working and building momentum, and I was posting with intention. And I guess I thought social media was something I could win at. That's my competitive nature maybe coming through, but it didn't matter because all of this work never stopped social media from draining my attention. Several times a day, I was mentally composing posts that I never actually sent out. As one writer told me when I said that I was doing this, it's like, there's all this pressure to always have a hot take on everything. And I would be composing them, but, you know, never sending them and not really posting those hot takes. But it took up a lot of my mental space. And I'd be out in a beautiful desert and thinking about how to share this beauty, but not in my writing and my own form of choice. So, you know, not in an essay, not in a poem. It would be in the format provided by these companies. So, okay, this many characters, these hashtags, how would I describe this beautiful desert on social media? Most days, I felt like I was forgetting to do something, like I left a door open. The open loop in my brain and nagging feeling never left me. What if someone walked in that door? What if I miss something important? And, you know, as I describe my experience with social media, I want to insert the caveat that social anything can cause these loops and nagging flashes of feeling that I've missed something. And I say, I want to insert this. But having read so much about how social media is changing everyone's brain, I know it's just not neuroatypical me who's affected by this. So I'm on the social media hiatus. I'm staying on till June. I haven't decided to quit outright because I still live in this world. And I know I might need to participate in this system to survive living in this world. But let's just say I'm keeping that particular door open. And my hope for the next few months, and I'm feeling this already happening, is that my mind will concern itself with questions of structure, sentences, similes, and other craft elements of my writing instead of with posts and likes. I know I've painted a bleak picture of social media, and I'm also going to miss things there. I also thought I was going to miss things anyway. I've had meaningful interactions with writers. Those are mostly on Instagram. And I learned a lot of important things. And that was mostly on Twitter. But I've already been continuing that meaningful interaction with writers in my membership community, the Writerly Love community, and I'm reading more books from Black and Indigenous writers this year to continue learning from those communities and supporting their work. And no surprise, the learning I'm doing so far through reading is deeper, more reflective learning. So as I'm recording this, I'm wondering... Where are you at with your writing and your self-connection? Are you feeling that cool loneliness? I always love to connect with listeners. And since I'm not on social media, if you want to connect, you can email me, hello at rachelthompson.co. The Write, Publish, and Shine podcast is brought to you by me, Rachel Thompson. You can learn more about the work I do to help writers write, publish, and shine at rachelthompson.co. When you're there, sign up for my writerly love letters during my social media hiatus. They're coming out every week and they're filled with support for your writing practice. If this episode encouraged you to explore more about your own cool loneliness or to think about your social media use, I would love to hear all about it. You can reach me at hello at rachelthompson.co. And please tell other Luminous writers about this podcast. You can do this by sending them to the podcast at rachelthompson.co slash podcast or searching for Write, Publish, and Shine wherever they get their podcasts. Thank you for listening. I encourage you to keep engaging with the self through your writing. I am... Recording this solo episode in the South Sinai in Egypt on lands historically and presently occupied by the al tirabeen Bedouin. Join our game of book club bingo this summer. Learn more and sign up at rachelthompson.co slash book club.